Hello, welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm Casey Rossi, your transformative business coach. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. My guest today is Michelle Wright. She is from Naples Valley Acupuncture, right actually here in my own backyard. And um, I've had personal experience with Michelle. I'm so excited to dive right into this conversation. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Hmm, It's really, really great to have you here. It's been so fun. We have such talented people right here in our own backyard. So Mm -hmm. it's been really fun to kind of do this interview series. And I would love it if you could kick us off with a little bit about yourself. Okay, sure. Well, um, I started acupuncture about a decade ago. Um, I used to be a special education teacher in my first life, and um, so this was a second career for me. I went and did a three-year graduate course, master's degree for acupuncture and oriental medicine, which includes an herbal um, herbal medicine aspect to it. Um, so, yeah, um, I've been in practice now for eight years, right here um, in Naples the whole time, and I've been loving every minute of it. How was it going from, I think I read that you had 10 years as a special educator, so how was it transitioning from that, as you called it, like your previous life, into yeah. this world? It went, Well, it was a really positive change. So, um, you know, not that I I had a a successful teaching career, but it it wasn't my passion. It wasn't something that I knew I wanted to do the rest of my life. I wasn't going to retire a teacher. So um, once I figured out what it is I did want to do, it was kind of an aha moment and everything just fell into place really quickly. Um, So I... It was the scariest thing I ever did in my life <laughs> to quit a, a tenured teaching position um, and to go back to school and take a huge risk. And um, But it was also the absolute best thing I ever did. So. so what gave you the courage to do that? If we have new listeners that are like, wow, that sounds like me. I'm in a steady job. It's, you know, it's right. nine to five. It's, it's secure, but it's not really my passion. What yeah. could you give as words of wisdom for people that want to like take that leap, but maybe are a little bit insecure or anxious about it? Boy, words of advice for that. Um, I'd have to say just, you know, just do it. If, it, if it's something that's right, things are going to work out, right? You know, the, the, the paths will open up and it will be easy. Things will fall into place if it's, if it's supposed to be. You know, I do believe that. And, you know, for me, if it, if it became very clear really quick that that wasn't the path I was supposed to be on, you know, it, you know I wouldn't be doing it today. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it is... I was lucky, you know, I had support, I had, you know, my husband was supportive, my family was supportive. Um, So that was extremely helpful. That makes Um, such a huge mm -hmm. difference. Do you believe like once you make that step forward, that giant yes, which is really to yourself, right? I mean, it's saying yes to your passion, that things do become easier or they start kind of unfolding? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, it was very much an example for me of, of me manifesting something really tangibly. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I kind of, I went, once I made the decision, it, it just, um, it became clear, 
you know, like my, the, the next steps all became really clear. I had to put in my application. I had to start school. I had to, you know, arrange different childcare. I had to, you know, I just, everything became very um, systematic. So, I love that. That's yeah. incredible. That's really, that's kind of good advice. Do you ever kind of reinvigorate that same formula for your current business now, since you did such an awesome job manifesting this passion? Like, do you continue right. to kind of go back to the well and be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to really focus on this and see how it unfolds. Yeah, there's been a few occasions where I, you know, just different things I've wanted to try out or a lot of times it comes down to, um, places I want to travel for continuing ed. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'll be like, I really want to do that. Um, and then just finding the finances and, you know, the time and, and to be able to do that. So, right. And there's so many things to juggle. I would love it if you could talk a little bit about how you prevent burning out in your business, because just like you mentioned, even with something that's fun, like continuing education or travel, there's still a lot of things on the to-do list. Sometimes it's more difficult for solopreneurs to leave their business to go on like a vacation, you know, because there's so many things to kind of prep before they actually walk out the door to have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say that's definitely true. And, and trying, you know, being a, a solo person too, I, um, I have to balance like the entire processes of running a business with my family, you know, with raising two kids and, and, um, and having that part of my life too. So preventing burnout, I don't know if I've been really too successful at that at times. <laughs> it's a tough one. I mean, it's something we all come back to. <laughs> yeah. Usually what happens is I'll get sick and I'll be knocked down for a week. So, <laughs> and yeah. then I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to take care of myself. <laughs> I know that's really how it is. It's so interesting because much of my work is really trying to kind of be the guide to people mm-hmm. to help them, to give them different tools of laying their business out in a way that prevents burnout. But the only reason yeah. that I'm passionate about that is because for so many years I got it wrong and I had right. so fatigue. <laughs> And I intimately became, you know, just very familiar with what it was like to still have to wake up, grind out an eight to 10 hour day when you felt like crap and you just wanted to nap. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I definitely gotten better at um, arranging my hours and sticking to, you know, a loose set of of hours so that I know that I'm not going to be working till 10 o'clock every night or, you know, and, and the mornings are really hard for me because I've got to get the kids to school. I got to, you know, I've got a lot to do in the mornings. So I've started working a little bit later in the day. You know, I, I don't That's often nice. start before 10. So <laughs> That's really, it's so crucial to know what works for you and put those right. like personal buffers in. So you're not mm-hmm. always feeling behind the eight ball. I know for myself, like you were an integral part of that process when I was really trying to heal from burnout and stress. And I mean, I was really coming to you on a regular basis and that was my little carved out time on a Friday afternoon. It was truly the only time I got to nap. You know, I used to just love that nap for an hour in your, in your nice comfy lounge air chair, you know, and it, it really made a tremendous difference. And I found that the repetition or having a schedule of piecing together appointments really made the difference in the benefits. Can you speak to that a little bit as far as like people when they're looking to find um, kind of results, 
how important is it that it's not just kind of a one time here or one time there kind of a thing for the work that you do? For acupuncture, yeah. You know, it, you know, health is such a tricky thing. You know, things don't develop overnight most of the time unless you, you know, catch a cold or something. Um, but it, it really is an investment in health. You know, when you've had, especially for chronic conditions, people who have chronic pain or chronic diseases, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's not a, a, a magic bullet that's going to cure somebody. You know, a lot of times you have to go through a couple of layers of dysfunction in order to get at the heart of it. And that can take some time, you know, sometimes that, you know, acupuncture is one of those, um, practices that has a lot of different tools to the trade and sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error to find the one that's going to work the best for somebody you know different styles different you know different points different um you know different conditions of you know some people like private some people like the community some you know just finding what's really going to work right for for somebody is sometimes a little bit of trial and error but i would say in the for the most part um people know pretty quick whether they're going to move in the right direction. You know, after the first, um, sometimes you get immediate, like something feels different, you know, or I feel really good coming out, you know, coming out of the very first treatment, but more often it's, you know, four or five, six times into it, you're starting to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, I didn't have a headache this week or, or, you know, it's (laughs) incredible. It really, it is. Yeah, you're right. It's so incredible. It's so individual. Um, I love that you offer the community aspect. Can you share with our listeners that may not be familiar with that, like one-on-one private consultations versus the community offering that you have? Yeah, you know, um, it's funny because in America, acupuncture has evolved so differently than it has in China. Um, In China, the community clinic, I guess, would be the norm. So there's no privacy. There's no nice music. There's no spa-like, you know, (laughs) environment. You're in a hospital room with stark white walls and 20,000 people walking around and and somebody comes in and and gives you a quick, you know, throws in a couple needles and talks to you (laughs) quick and moves on. Uh, (laughs) What a difference. Quite so much in in my community clinic. The community style um, for acupuncture is also a very specific style that has evolved in across the nation. Um, there's actually a, a site for community style acupuncture um, that people can learn about it. But it is intended to um, number one make it accessible to more people. You know, because um, private sessions are great, but they tend to be more money. Mm-hmm. Um, so this makes it affordable. Um, and it's also it has that community aspect of being able to see other people relax. And what does that look like? And, and there's kind of a little bit of a group chi thing that happens. Right? You know, I actually find some people can relax better in the group situation like that. But but essentially, in, in the group setting, you're sitting in a chair um, I have, you know, limited use of my tools, you know, I'm, I'm limited to um, points on the arms and legs and the head. And, and there are styles that are very effective for that. It's mm-hmm. still an individual treatment. Um, and I'm seeing, you know, three to four people 
in an hour, you know, so nice. um, that time span. And then in the private sessions, I just, I have access to all my tools, you know, and there's, there's a lot that comes with Chinese medicine. You know, I have access to my herbal prescriptions and my cupping and body work and, and moxibustion, which is a heat therapy. Um, you know, I can put the lamp on people, the heat lamp that feels really good on, you know, for pain issues. And, you know, I can go right into their back for their back pain or, um, I just have access to all of what I know, you know. I love that. It's so smart to offer both styles because mm-hmm. for some things um, and for maybe more personal things or where you have to have your full back mm-hmm. exposed, the right. private is just a wonderful offering. And then mm-hmm. the aspect for the community, like you said, a lot of people that are new to acupuncture, it's such a great way to dip your toe in to yeah. just say, okay, it's reasonable, it's affordable. Um, mm-hmm. There's other people there, so it's not so scary. I'm not disrobing. I mean, it just makes it... Um, very less intimidating, I think, especially yeah. for the newbie. But to continue on for someone that has something chronic, it's just a really affordable way to right. access the healing capabilities so people can do it more on a regular mm-hmm. schedule. And right. then speaking back more, you were talking about a chronic pain and, and that takes mm-hmm. a little bit longer. And that was definitely my personal experience as well. Like if I had an acute situation, like mm-hmm. maybe I did Zumba and my knee got out of whack, I would feel relief in one session. Like it was a magic. I mean, that mm-hmm. really did feel like a magic bullet. I would right. be you, my knee would be better. I'd be good to go. But I yeah. think for something that's like a longer time thing, you know, mm-hmm. like um, cold extremities or right. irregular periods, I know like I'll get a little vulnerable here, but I've always had irregular periods, like mm-hmm. ever since I was probably 11, ever since I first started menstruating. Right. And so that with you, literally it was a nine month process. But when you look at that, Mm-hmm. Now I'm regular. So how many right. decades did I go to right. have a nine month fix? You know, like if mm-hmm. that to me is still absolutely incredible when you look at the span of time that I kind of struggled with that, right. that mm-hmm. kind of imbalance. So it's pretty wild. I love that. I think it's really, really an exciting field. And um, what kind of people come to you? I know that one of your passions mm-hmm. is to stay open and broad. So everybody that walks through your door has mm-hmm. an opportunity to experience you, acupuncture and natural mm-hmm. healing versus specializing and narrowing your niche. I'd love it if you could speak a little bit to that and also maybe give us an example of who comes to see you like when they come through your door. Yeah, you know, I mean, I see all ages. I see kids. I see very elderly people. I've seen people at the end of their life. I've seen um, and everything in between. So (laughs) men, women, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, you know, it it really is a diverse, and especially I think in a small town because there's just a smaller pool to deal from. Yes. And I can't, um, you know, if I just specialized in fertility, you know, in a, in a town of 1500 people, um, you know, how many pregnant women do I, very different practice, (laughs) you know? Um, so yeah, that is something that I, um, decided early on was that I really wanted to be kind of a general practitioner. Um, although I am, I will say I am starting to study up a little bit more, um, on Lyme's disease, just because that is an area that is, um, I think lacking in, wow in, uh, you know, what people can do for it. So I am in the process of, of trying to educate myself a little bit more in that area. 
Um, That's incredible. I'm so excited yeah. to hear that because mm-hmm. one, especially in our area, it has become an epidemic. And yeah. two, my best friend has been suffering with that. And it really is yeah. such an mm-hmm. incredible disease that affects her on a daily basis. And, and it affects so many systems. And and again, that'll be something that's not never a, you know, a quick one-time fix-it thing with acupuncture, but there's so much that acupuncture can do for it and herbs can do for it um that you know western medicine just doesn't know about you know they haven't you know they there's they're limited too you know just like just like i am in some in some ways but um so yeah i mean i see i see a lot of pain patients a lot of patients that come in with pain whether it's chronic or acute i just had somebody who blew out their knee and and you know when it's something acute like that it is very quick and and yeah, I get that. Oh, it's wonderful. This is it's great. amazing. <laughs> you know, save them a trip to the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, um, but then I see, I see all sorts of pain, abdominal pain, digestive pain, headaches, you know, uh, tennis elbow, um, you know, any kind of pain. But I also see a lot of other um, stress related issues, you know, anxiety, depression, um, sleep disorders, mm-hmm. uh, eating disorders. And what would be like a typical protocol for like one of the common things that people come to you? Like if you had a case study, could you share like maybe somebody that was struggling with something and then after your protocol kind of came through and experienced results? Yeah. Um, I had somebody who had really chronic migraines, had for a year been suffering every single day, every day with, with like, you know, seven out of 10 pain headaches. Um, been to the neurologist multiple times, was taking a cocktail of medications and nothing was touching it. Just, you know, it was affecting their ability to work, affecting their ability to enjoy their life. You know, it was a a very, it was debilitating. I can't even Um, imagine. Yeah. I mean, headaches, (laughs) I don't don't know about you, I get migraines and boy, when I've got a bad one, like I'm down. (laughs) Yeah. There's like no way you can function. I don't even know how she could have proceeded through her life. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, a big deal. Um, I sat her, I set him up with, um, we started with a package of eight visits, you know, to give ourselves at least two months, once a week. And actually I think we started twice a week for the first month, mm-hmm. um, coming in and, you know, after I, I did my interview with them and, you know, I, I knew that there was some neck issues, there was a, some pinched nerves and bone spurs, you know, from previous imaging that had been done. And I think that's where the neurologist was kind of focusing on. And, um, you know, there was stress, you know, so doctors had tried anti-anxiety medicines and things like that to try and remove that. No one had ever asked this person about their sinuses. And, and when he, wow. when the person came in, you know, he was stuffed up. And, and when I asked about it, he's like, oh yeah, I'm always stuffed up. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> do your headaches get worse when it's, you know, when the weather's bad? And, you know, and the, the more I asked, the more um, I decided that maybe we needed to really look at the sinus issue and the phlegm that had accumulated and long story short, four sessions into it, he came in, he hadn't had a single headache in two weeks. Wow. Um, you know, and to this day he comes regularly once a month on a, like a maintenance schedule Mm -hmm. um, where we do still work on kind of a chronic allergy situation, but headaches are really, really occasional, you know, like you just like totally renewed his lease on life. I mean, right. He's got to be psyched. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course, you know, then there's other things to move on to, like arthritic, arthritic arthritis and different, yeah. you know, different things to work on that, you know. Um, there's yeah. always something, but I think when you have the confidence of like, okay, that worked for that, let's open up the new chapter. The other yeah. thing is like you talked about, he had a cocktail of different yeah. medications before. I'm sure he released those, right? Yeah, no more pain meds. Not on pain meds at all anymore. Um, he was on some digestive medications because of the side effects of the pain meds, and those have been reduced. Um, he was on, you know, again, there was like antidepressants and, you know, other other things. None of that is, is there anymore. So. That's like so exciting because mm-hmm. not only did he get pain relief, but also all the internal damage that we don't even know was mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes from right. all of the reactions from what he was taking. So that's mm-hmm. incredible. I love that. That's, I just, it's so exciting to me. It's such a holistic modality. It, it's balancing you on levels that you're probably not even aware of. I know many times I would come in for stress reduction and then I would leave and go, I can hear so much better. Like I didn't even know my ears were stuffy. You know? I mean, like it were, there were like all these bonus effects. <laughs> nice side effects for once. <laughs> nice side effects, which is so, so rare in most modalities. So that's why I love natural medicine. It's just, um, it's happy times all around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would love it if you could share maybe one of your struggles as a solopreneur in business and how you kind of overcame that. Well, you know, I was trained as an acupuncturist. <laughs> I, um, I knew nothing about running a business and I was completely by myself for that. Um, so, you know, through the total school of trial and error, <laughs> I became a receptionist and an accountant and a marketer and a, um, you know, a bookkeeper and an office manager and um, all those hats that uh, I certainly am a master of none. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many Um, hats. It's over what I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. I'm still growing. So it's, uh, um, I'm I'm getting there. But yeah, there was so much I wasn't prepared for um, deadlines and oh God, sales taxes. I can't even tell you how many times I had to pay late fees on that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're sharing that because so many people are nodding their head going, me too, girl. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was definitely, um, that takes up such a huge amount of time, you know, in just time management for that is still something that I, I struggle with. So. What, what helps you kind of get into the role of that certain hat that you're in and stay somewhat balanced or just maybe it's 10% easier? Like, do you have a tip mm-hmm. or a trick that, that you could share that kind of helped you over some of the roughest bumps? Um, I really try to set a routine for myself, you know, so, you know, I definitely, I try to get to the office a half an hour before my first patient. So I have time to just, you know, get my tables ready, get, um, get myself kind of shifted gear. Um, and then I don't leave until my charts are done. (laughs) Good for you. That's a lot of dedication. (laughs) I mean, there's just things that I just can't leave until it's done. Otherwise, the next day is not going to go well. So <laughs> That is huge dedication. And also getting, getting to your um, place of business a half an hour before your first appointment, I think that that is so valuable because your energy and your state of calm is going to transfer to everybody that you see. In fact, on the flip side, I just went to an appointment um, 
at nine o'clock somewhere else and they weren't even there. And there I was kind of like standing at the door waiting for my appointment. And they came in with such like frantic energy and like, you know, opening the blinds and listening to the voice messages while I was there. Like there was such a different energy. So that extra space and cushion, like kudos to you for. for I won't say I'm a hundred percent successful with it, but I try. (laughs) It makes such a big difference all around and probably for you too. So you're kind of grounded and ready. Yeah. Huge difference for me. It changes my whole pace of my day. So I can totally, totally imagine that. That's, that's good. I like that kind of like, you're not leaving the door until like your homework is done. (laughs) (laughs) And the end of the day, it's like, I've got homework to do before I can lock the door and head out. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what keeps you inspired? Like what lights you up to continue to do this work? There's so many trials and tribulations that we go through. And of course, it's like from a pure hearted state of wanting to serve. But I'm wondering for you on a personal level, like what just keeps you so ignited to continue working this passion? Um, A couple. Well, first of all, people leave my office feeling better. (laughs) Like that is just like, that's just so gratifying. How many doctors can say that, you know? Um, I, I get to witness every day improvement, you know, and, and on some level. So that is just very positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, I, I can just, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing um, so, momentum. Like, just, just, yeah, just, yeah. That's, that, that can be pretty incredible. And, you know, and I do get upset if somebody's not getting the result that I think that they, they need to. So that definitely motivates me to, to dig in and, and do better. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm also a Gemini, so <laughs> I get bored very easy. Um, and I got to switch things up a lot. And I happen to fall into a career that um, has an endless supply of new things to learn. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's perfect. So, for you. Um, you know, I, I, I think I changed my major like five times before I landed <laughs> teaching. Like I, it was, it was a train wreck. Um, <laughs> now that I'm here, <laughs> I like, there's just, I never have to go anywhere else. I, I school just scratched the surface of an mm. entire universe of, of, medicine and theory and practice and so I you know I can delve into any direction I want really absolutely and it's and circles. like that's a whole nother layer that how mm-hmm. um how many times are like is it a common occurrence that you integrate your herbal um concoction side of things like how often um, is that a part of the, the t- I would definitely like it to be more um but I would say it's about 50%, you yeah, know, that's, that's that I'm sending patients home with herbs too. Um, it's definitely an area, you know, school was intense with the, I would say the herbal portion of my education was way more intense than the acupuncture part. It was a lot of memorization. It was, um, you know, I had to memorize 500 herbs and 400 formulas, all in Chinese and Latin. Well, <laughs> You know, oh my to, just to pass an exam, <laughs> you know. Um, so when I got out of school, I, I, I took some time off of years. You know, I, I just can remember like, that because I remember years and years ago when you were studying and you would come to the coffee shop on our local yeah. street and you'd be head down in like these yeah. massive you saw the massive textbooks. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'd be like, what is she doing? I think she's going to be a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was intense. Um, but 
the herbal medicine is really what brought me into this medicine. Mm -hmm. Like that was my first passion. Um, so I, I'm now that I'm kind of into my groove, I'm hoping to direct more of my continuing it a little bit back into that again and become more fluent with it. That's amazing. I know that you shared two new directions or two directions that you're excited about. I'm excited about them as well. One is for Lyme disease and then the mm -hmm. other is this herbal side. Do you have anything else on the docket that you want to share with our listeners that may be coming up for you? Hmm. Well, I'm hopefully going to be, I'm kind of engaging in a little bit of rebranding a little bit. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm just hoping to get more in here. You know, I, the, I have more practitioners, have more people sharing what they do and, and have this be a, a place that people come to for, for help, you know, whether it's me or Jessica or, or, um, you know, whoever else can be here, you know, that's amazing. It's, it's something that is needed in this area, you know, just, so I'm hoping to, um, organize my thoughts around a, a little bit more of the healing arts center aspect as opposed to just Naples Valley acupuncture. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's incredible. It would be such a service for our town. And I mean, you're right. It's just, it's, I love to see the blooming nature of people going more towards alternative complementary, right. however we want to term it. I think it's the medicine that works, <laughs> you know, but what a service. Well, people are figuring it out. I'll tell you what, that, yeah. um, you know, from a, even from a governmental level, um, I'm on the um, I'm on the boards for our state and national organization, mm. so I, I get a perspective, you know, from a nationwide situation. But with the opioid epidemic that we have going on now, and yes. um, you know, various other big, you know, chronic pain issues that people have, it's it's people it's are opening the doors that. now. It really is. It's flinging yeah. the doors open. It's so exciting, right. and More the research. results speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah, the research that's coming up now. It's not so. Um, you know, have to dig forever or it's just not there because people couldn't fund the studies. It's becoming more available. Right, right. And then the results speak for themselves. And I think like we talked about your community offering that people can just dip their toe in and experience it and then be like, oh yeah, okay. There's something to this. I heard about it, you know, and now I've experienced yep. it. So that's so exciting. Yeah. If you were to leave our listeners with kind of a ray of sunshine, some bright light wisdom, what would that be? Mm -hmm. Um, this was the hardest question that you sent me. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think alternative medicine sometimes, um, you know, people like me or, you know, other people, we often get, um, we often get called healers and that it always kind of sat uncomfortable with me because mm -hmm. I don't think of myself that way. Um, I think of myself as somebody who has invested a lot of time and energy into learning a tool and a, a different perspective of how the body works that I can share with people. But it, you know, it, from my core, I absolutely believe that people heal themselves, you know, that, that is, um, you know, I might give them a nudge or I might give them a little guidance towards that, but that their only ability to heal is, has to come from within. So it, it is, um, I like helping people figure out how to find that commitment and that investment and that conscious effort into moving in that direction. And I do, I think everybody can heal in some capacity, you know? That's um, beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I'm so excited. Michelle, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time to meet with me and to share about you and your practice. It's just been awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for the interview. <laughs> 
All right. Until next time. All right. See you later. Bye-bye.